the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the word to stand on for life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The word to stand on for life is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel in San Antonio. A live call in show here to help you answer your questions about the Bible and how to apply the word to your daily life. For more information on Calvary Chapel, visit our website, calvarysa.com. Get your Bible questions ready and call in now to 210-340-9585. It's The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Welcome to the Thursday show. It's Thursday. That means it's the date day edition of the word to stand on for life. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas. And we're here every weekday at four o'clock to take your phone calls and answer your Bible questions. On Thursdays, we add another element to the program. And it's a pretty element, too. It's the comic relief element. (laughs) Paula is live in the studio with me. So, ladies, if you have any questions about anything or need encouragement about anything, she's here, uh, and she will do her usual great job to do that. Let me give you phone numbers for your calls. 340-9585 is our phone number. That's 340-9585. You can also call toll-free if you're outside the local area by dialing 877-630-KSLR. Numerically, that's 630-5757. You can email questions to us by emailing questions at calvarysa.com. Or you can use our free Calvary Chapel mobile app. If you're driving in your car, please be careful. But the safest way to call is to use the free KSLR mobile app. And you'll be connected directly to our studio producer. One more time, 340-9585 for your live calls and questions. Paula, it has been crazy busy, hasn't it? Yes. We have a very um, adventurous, exciting life. And full sometimes? Oh, it's really full. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a big ticket item is what our life is. <laughs> Um, before we get started, I'd like to thank the uh, listening audience because, you know, today's my day. I can do that. So, uh, Brielle Ballesteros, who came from Calvary Chapel of uh, Peru's Bible College, she made it home safely. She looks absolutely gorgeous, and she's Peruvian sun-kissed. That's, that's the name for her tan, so she looks really nice. And then uh, you also had them uh, pray for Joy Dyer, who is still in the hospital, still in ICU, but she is improving, and so we thank you so very much, and continue praying for her, because she's still in ICU, um, but no third surgery is necessary, so... Thank you very much. This is crazy. A simple appendectomy. Well, it ought to be the easy among the easiest surgeries to have to deal with, and this has just turned out to be really disaster. difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So please keep her in prayer. And then our friends Gail and Ada were here, and they have uh, left to go on their way back home. By the time they get there on Saturday, I think it is, they will have been on the road for five straight weeks. And so they were thinking, what are we going to find when we get back to our house? So um, thank you for praying for them. And would you continue? um, And I will give you an update next week that they made it home safe, but they need travel mercies because they drive. They do all the striving. And so... We had a blast with Gail last night here here at the church. Mm -hmm. He... he, uh, just did what he always does. He showed us who Jesus was and how best we can be more like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it, I love him so much. He is, and I told him this before, I said he was one of the main people um, that kind of set me free as far as uh, 
being in the ministry. You know, I know I'm married to you, and that puts me in the ministry, but, uh, you know, everybody knows comic relief person. And so um, <laughs> I'm thinking I have to be really serious, you know, to be the pastor's wife. i got to be serious, wear dresses, and, you know, shoes, not flip-flops. Um, <laughs> you know, have my hair just perfect all the time and never make a mistake and not be funny. Well, anyway, the first time I saw Gail was within probably the first month or so of being a pastor's wife in person and he used to have this uh, white board that he would uh, with get the, what are those things called uh, uh, I'm trying to anyway the pins that are not really pins but on the eraser board what's the what are those called dry eraser dry eraser boards but what's the pins that you use on those dry like sharpies dry pins it doesn't matter okay. they know what you mean all right to write on. Anyway, he would write so funny, and but he was funny and yet serious in his presentation. And he was saying that, you know, God has made you your personality, um, such as it is. And if you're a serious person, then you're a serious person. But if you're kind of a funny person, God made you kind of a funny person. And that's where I got the saying of a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. And so being sweet and being funny um, helps that when you have to say a serious message, it's not nearly as hard to swallow. And so I can say stuff a little bit differently than you, Mr. Serious Pastor Ron. <laughs> I'm neither sweet nor funny, but hey. <laughs> well, then I'm your compliment. You, you work with what you got. There you go. <laughs> so, but he was really used um, at the beginning to um, kind of set me free that it's okay to be kind of funny. So thank you, Pastor Gail. And Ada, if you guys are listening, um, we love you. Thank you for always going out of your way to come and see uh, Pastor Ron and me staying with us at our house. What a blessing. And then always speaking um, just your love to the body called Carver Chapel San Antonio. Yeah, great work. You know, Paula, last night, uh, the message um, had something great. You know, Gail didn't give an invitation. That's just not typically what he does as a visitor. But um, as we were disbanding last night, uh, telling everybody good night and thanks for coming, um, a, a guy uh, who got saved at our church this past Sunday mm-hmm. stood up really quickly and looked at me and said, I, I need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And he brought his uh, 13-year-old son over with him and introduced me. And I said, oh, his name was Aiden. Aiden, it's so good to meet you. And then immediately his father, Adam, said, he wants to give his life to Jesus. So mm-hmm. uh, I got to go over and ask him some questions mm-hmm. and ask him if he knew what it meant mm-hmm. and and uh, and pray with him um, to receive Christ. So it's just one of those things. You know, Jesus is really, really attractive. We had uh, a man that we know as an atheist in the crowd last night, and mm-hmm. Gail talked about that. So it's just really a good message. And mm-hmm. uh, again, because of the the way his, his style, his most famous book is called The Jesus Style. Uh, he focuses on, on who Jesus is, the person of Jesus. Jesus was a servant. If we want to be like him, then we've got to serve. And, and um, um, he, he talked about uh, the atheist who doesn't believe. And uh, here it's really true. All you got to do is check it out. Uh, everybody left here last night, last night without excuse. That's right. And, you know, I love that he really focused on um, love. You know, we always want to know what the definition of love is. And he did say, you know, we we say love like, I love you. But we say it exactly the same. And we know that. I know this to be true. I love a hot fudge Sunday too. <laughs> you know? And he said that. And I thought, yes, you know, but when we love somebody or we love a hot fudge Sunday, it's what those things can do for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love you as long as you love me back but his definition as long as you're meeting my needs yes meeting my needs it's all about me 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 Uh, but real love is serving others for their benefit not serving others that we might benefit from it but simply serving others to benefit them with no other motive than 
that to serve yeah. others. And, and obviously, Paula, the return uh, is is magnificent. I mean, when you have that heart and you're serving others, you're going to be blessed because you can't help it. Yes. But that's not why you do it. In, in fact, your mission of blessing others comes from your gratitude for what God has done for you. Mm-hmm. And and Jesus said, you know, if you love me, you'll obey me. Um, I, I like to paraphrase that often. If you love me, you'll imitate me. Mm-hmm. And um, when we want to be like Jesus, uh, all we have to do is look for somebody in need. And there's always somebody in our life always. in need. Always somebody in life. Just before the program started, you know, as the kids come in here to, to pray, and um, we're, we're sort of passing the baton today for the, the, our prayer group because two of the kids are going into junior high next year, and they're, they've already made the cross-country team for next year, so they will be practicing at the time. So we've let them pray uh, for all the programs this week. But today, those two kids walked in the door saying, we got new people here. <laughs> so, so they went out and recruited some new kids to do it. And so we had some new kids come in. We had a big group of kids in here today. And as they were praying, um, you, you just think, this is what the, the body of Christ is like. You're always looking for somebody who can do what you do as you go on mm-hmm. or move to do something else. Mm-hmm. And um, to, to watch these kids um, serving just for no other reason than to serve is is they've learned that from... First, the Lord, mm-hmm. but they've learned it from their parents, mm-hmm. watching their parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, they've learned a little bit, bit about that from us. Yeah. But um, it's it's there's always somebody in need. My point of the story was one of those kids who's not coming back was having a hard day. Mm-hmm. Did something that wasn't so great today. Mm-hmm. And he knows... A little ju- out of character. Yeah, mm-hmm. way out of character. Yeah. But he knows judgment... Awaits at home, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. kind of thing. And uh, I just, I said, can I just send everybody out for a minute so I can talk to him? Mm-hmm. And and you get a chance to talk to him. I saw there was a kid in need, and just as an opportunity, I get nothing from that mm-hmm. except to be used by the Lord. Mm-hmm. And um, and he's going to be okay, of course. So mm-hmm. it, it's just doing for others. You'll never run out of opportunities. Never. Um, you will learn to focus on things above instead of the things that are going on here on earth, how you feel, how emotional you are or aren't. Mm -hmm. But loving is actually doing. And last night, Gail used the the, uh, set from John chapter 13, Mm -hmm. Jesus washing the feet of the disciples. Mm -hmm. The lowest job of a servant, the lowest possible job of a servant, Mm -hmm. uh, and Jesus took it by his own initiative to wash the filthy feet of the people in the room. Mm -hmm. And the first pair of feet that he would have washed was his betrayer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hard to imagine. Yeah, it is. That's love. Yeah, it is. Well, I have a bone to pick with you, though. With me? Yeah. Because nobody told me that my kids were going to be replaced. I found that out today. (laughs) I'm like, what do you mean you're not going to be back here next time? (laughs) Yeah, they kick us out. Nobody kicked you out. Yeah, we graduate from this group. I was like, well, why am I like the last to know? You know? <laughs> so anyway, yeah. But that does make sense. So they'll be in the cross country. But I was holding on to those kids like, no, they pray really good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that would have been nice to know, Pastor Ron. But I probably would have boo-hooed and made a fuss. So it's, it's probably good that I learned at the last minute. And anyway. for, you, for you in the audience, God answers those kids' prayers. And they have been praying for you daily all year long. Mm-hmm. And so too will the next group yeah. next year. Now, I guess that means over the summer break we're on our own because those kids won't be here every day but so you're going to have to be the one who prays for the people you better get some other kids in here (laughs) because there's a whole lot less garbage to get through to get right to the lord so anyway yeah no we'll be fine but thank you kids for always being faithful and and they let their parents know i'll be right there mom you know or dad you know what my my ministry is i have to pray for pastor ron and and sam and on thursdays mama paula so thank you so much for being faithful. Um, and Jaden and Joshua are the two that are moving on. And you guys know our relationship. So that's enough said there. So anyway, tonight is graduation. Ooh. Ooh, it's, it's here already. Yeah, this, this day last year. 
<laughs> I was watching graduation on my iPad in the waiting room of the of a hospital. So yeah, everybody pretty much knows that story, but what a difference a year makes. And well, I'll give a little bit of background. If, you know, if you're going to bring it up, no, you do it because mm-hmm. uh, it's um, you know we got new people tuning in all the time. So okay. what happened a year ago today? Yeah, a year ago today. Well, let's go back two days at the at the banquet on the way to the banquet. You know, you had been having some heart issues on the way to the banquet. The heart doctor calls and says, you got to be at the hospital tomorrow, which would have been yesterday, Wednesday. And and you told him, no, I, I there's no way I can't do that because, you know, on Wednesday, we take the seniors out to lunch. In fact, I'm at the banquet for the high school award ceremony right now. He said, okay, all well and good. But, and then you said, um, then we have graduation on Thursday, and the doctor says, yeah, but what about sudden cardiac death? Do you not understand? <laughs> Be at the hospital Wednesday morning at 8 o'clock. There's a room waiting for you. And so so yesterday, Wednesday, we spent the whole day there doing running tests and making sure you're going to be okay. And, and then on Thursday, this day, um, was the actual surgery. But it wasn't until, it was supposed to be, I guess, at 4, and it ended up being at 6 hour and a half of surgery, you know, going in and thinking it's going to be an oblation, you know, and then hour and a half later they come out and tell me, no, it's not going to be an oblation. His heart didn't respond right, so we're going to have to do the defibrillator pacemaker, and that's going to be another hour and a half or so. Um, Are you okay? And I'm like, no. Is he okay? And well, he said that about you. He's okay. Make sure she's okay. And so, <laughs> you know, we're just in love with each other, and so we're just making sure we're all right. And uh, I just remember, okay, I'm going to watch the graduation. I'm going to focus on that. I'm going to keep praying. The Lord's in control. You know, you have to kind of remind yourself of who's sitting on the throne. And um, But this year, I'm not really, I'm thinking about that but with gratitude because what a difference a year makes and the next you know that day that night when they finally rolled you back into the room I was so relieved um, that you made it through the surgery but then every 10 minutes Those nurses who loved you so much would come in. Yeah, it was funny because some of them were, were listeners to the show. They were radio listeners, yeah. And, and you know, when they realized that was me, mm-hmm. it was, they, they went out of their way to make yeah. sure I was okay. But they woke me up every 10 minutes every all night long, which means they woke you up every 10 minutes. Every 10 minutes, yes. But that was okay. They were making sure you were okay. But, you know, the next day when we knew you were going to be okay, this is me. That's 10 minutes already? (laughs) (laughs) But praise the Lord, here we are this year. We got to go to the banquet, and it was amazing. Um, All those kids, and, you know, you you look around, and we're such a family. And we are such a family. The Like you were saying, the food was amazing. And it's the servants of this church who do it all. Um, The kids, of course... They're grateful. And and we got to spend yesterday with the seniors, too, as well. Yeah, that's good. And they were on the program yesterday. Yeah. So uh, it's just, you know, it's hard to imagine. A lot of people, when they go to church, they don't understand uh, what God's picture of a church is. It's a family. We're mm-hmm. a body. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need one another. It's not just somebody that we say hi to or, mm-hmm. or, or, or occasionally see. Um, we really are a family. And, uh, you know, that happens sometimes in really small churches. Well, we're not a small church. We're a large church. And we got a small footprint here mm-hmm. of the building. Mm-hmm. But, but we've got a lot of people. We've got a couple thousand people that, yes. that, that call uh, Calvary Chapel their church home. And to see the, the, the intimacy that those kids talked about on the program yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but that extends through the entire church body. Mm-hmm. Um, we're the church grandma and grandpa, the church mom and dad for, the, for, for their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the kids, everybody calls you Mama Paula, and, and many call me Papa. And it, it's just, it's, it's, that's the way a family is supposed to work. 
And as we watch these kids grow up, um, you know, some of these kids were in kindergarten, it seems like a week ago, and here they're graduating tonight. I know. Uh, it, it is an amazing thing. Yeah. You know that, well, of course you know that scripture. Hebrews ten twenty five. do not forsake the assembling together of the saints as some are in the habit of doing. When you do that, you don't get to experience what we get to experience on banquet night. When, when the Timothy Award was given to Addie Heald, Everybody was jubilant for him. And we all stood up giving a standing ovation. It's like one of ours was elevated and we all got to participate in that. It, it made so much sense that it was Eddie Hill. And it could have been, as Pastor Will was saying, it could have been a number of other kids. But we were thrilled that it was Eddie Hill. We would have been thrilled for the other name too. But as a family... We have all been a part of his life in one way or another, whether it's been through prayer, through giving, um, just a smile in the hallway, a pat on the back. He's so cute, too. And, um, but we were a family, and you just could feel it. You could feel the love and the excitement and the, just a godly pride in the fact that he won the Timothy Award, just the most... Yeah. The, the Timothy Award we give at the end of the year, uh, every year, is for the most Christ-like student. And it's it's always hard to pick because there's so many. There's so many. But but um, um, this is a kid who's absolutely brilliant. Uh, he tests mm-hmm. through the roof. and mm-hmm. But but he, he's got this little angelic face. He's going to be a senior next year or a, a junior next year. Mm-hmm. A, he's going to be a junior next year. Um so this was his sophomore year, um, and we watched him begin to grow into a young man. I think he is going to be a you senior. I think he is going to be a senior. Mm-hmm. See, I'm getting old. Yeah, no, it's just these kids are growing up too fast. Yeah. But we, 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 <laughs> we watched these kids grow up, and um, Addie's a quiet kid. Mm-hmm. He's, he's very measured. He is uh, firm in his faith in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And as he's grown up, you know, sometimes when kids, they change. Um, They become rebellious sometimes. They go through phases. Mm -hmm. But um, Addie's just become more like Jesus. So uh, that award for me now Mm -hmm. is better than the pastor's honor roll, which is all A's in every subject all year. Mm -hmm. Um, this This is the one that we really want the kids to... To, to think about. I want to be more like Jesus. That's the legacy yeah. that we want to leave behind. Yeah. And uh, I was thinking yesterday as we were listening to the kids on the program, um, watching those kids grow up and for the most part, seeing uh, how firm and solid their faith is, uh, has been an inspiration to us and certainly to many of their parents as yeah. well. Yeah, I love it. Um, Okay, I have a question. It just came to my mind. For uh, the final, remember there was, I don't know what class it was, where they had to, the kids had to um, memorize a chapter and or do the, uh, the finals. Is that still? Is that still happening? No, uh, that was um, uh, Samuel, who is now Pastor Samuel, okay. who went to Alaska. Okay. He did that. He said, you know, you can, you can uh, avoid your final, just memorize um, a chapter, whole chapter. Uh-huh. In, in some cases, some of the kids want to memorize the whole book. The whole book, yeah. But uh, it was Romans chapter 8, mm-hmm. um, and, and word for word. And all of the kids who did that got an A on their Bible final. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's amazing how many of those kids uh, really, really said, okay, I'll do that instead of taking the final. Mm-hmm. It worked out great. Mm-hmm. And, and I think last year, yeah, I think it was Brielle too, right? Uh, Erica, Jonah, the book, the whole yeah, book. The whole book of Jonah. Yeah. Man, maybe I could do Philemon, but <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I don't know. These kids are geniuses. But, oh, that was a good idea, though. But, yeah. yeah. You know what's interesting, though, when... when um, um, I'm not a stickler for memorization, uh-huh. but the, the books that I have memorized um, over the years, those are the books that I have the opportunity to use to every use day. The most, huh? Whenever you talk to somebody, store at the gym or wherever you uh-huh. are, uh-huh. Um, boy, that book is going to come out. That's just the living, active Word of God. Mm-hmm. So, so there is a real benefit. 
to, to memorization. Uh, David said to hide the word in your heart mm-hmm. so that you won't sin against God. Yep, yep. And imagine all these kids have Romans chapter 8 memorized or the rebellious kids who have the book of Jonah memorized. Uh-huh. Um, God is going to use that not only to convict them, but to make their ministry to others mm-hmm. really, really important mm-hmm. and valuable. Yes. Like me with my favorite, all beautiful you are, my darling, there is no flaw in you. I use that pretty much everywhere I go. The other one is, of course, wives submit to your husbands as unto the Lord. But, um, yeah, that was another thing, too, uh, that you always say and that Gail was saying again last night. If you don't hear anything else, hear this. Jesus loves you. He's crazy about you. Yeah. You know, I, I, I always appreciate that. Yeah, we've got we're in less than a minute, Paula, so okay. hold us, hold everything else over to the break. Okay. Uh, you're listening to the Word to Stand Up for Life. It's a date edition of the program. We'd love to have the phones open and and uh, have your phone calls. If you have any questions for Paula or for me, 340-9585 or toll-free 877-630-KSLR. Uh, we'd also ask for your prayer. The graduation starts tonight at 6 o'clock. It will be live streamed on CalvarySA.com if any of you are interested. Uh, it is an inspiration to watch what God is doing through these kids. One more time, 340-9585. Let's see if you can confuse Paula with one of your questions on the other side of the break. We'll see you in two minutes. to the Word to Stand On for Life. We're taking your calls at 340-9585 or toll-free 877-630-KSLR. Now, here's Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Welcome back to the second half of the date day edition of the program, 340-9585. Paula, let's see if we can't get back to some questions and some things on your heart. But we just had a question come in, or not a question as much as a comment, uh, from our email inbox from Michael. Uh, he says, good day to you, and I continue to pray for you, Paula Calvary Chapel, and this radio ministry. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in actual attendance, but I did live stream Wednesday service, and I want to say I really enjoyed Gail Irwin and his message. He really made me think about the washing of the feet that Jesus did for and then taught the apostles. I never thought about that just being kind, helpful, and encouraging to others is similar to doing that, and it changed my perspective in regards to wanting to do so even more when I have the opportunity. Mm. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that I don't endeavor to be that way at all times, but I just feel when put in that way, it is a great motivator and does seem easier to do. I really needed to hear that message, and I thank you for having him speak. Uh You know, Michael, Gail is the one guy. Now, uh, you know, when Paula talked about me missing last year, the graduations, but I don't miss stuff. Mm-hmm. My job is to be the pastor of Calvary Chapel, San Antonio, and um, uh, I just don't miss. I mean, when I miss, um, I'm somewhere else speaking. Uh, Lord's really put it on my heart to say yes, but, but I enjoy what I'm called to do where I'm called to do it. Um, Gail Irwin is the one man that if I was in the middle of a message and he walked through the door and I saw him, I would say, why don't you come up and finish this instead of instead of me finishing it uh, because his approach uh, is so fruitful because he, he makes things so simply and um, uh, I too enjoyed his message you know we think of washing of feet and we think of this ceremony and uh, but 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 washing feet is an everyday act of kindness uh, washing the feet is 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 going to someone that other people avoid and, and befriending them and encouraging them in their walk with the Lord. Washing their feet is is uh, seeing somebody and picking them up. We were uh, at, at a restaurant yesterday just before the Bible study last night with Gail. Uh, and um, uh, you were gone picking up something. And, and um, Gail and Ada and I were sitting at the table. And their back was to you. I saw you walk in with this very old lady. And you were helping her and talking to her and laughing with her. And uh, I pointed, I said, Gail, Ada, look. And they just looked at what you were doing. And we just said, that's who she is. That's what she does. You were washing feet. Mm -hmm. And what was really interesting about that is uh, that lady and her husband, uh, both in this, their second marriage, their first mates died. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've been 39 years, I think they said, together. Uh, Both of them 
pretty crippled up. One was a, uh, a Korean War veteran who had gotten blown up. Had been blown up, he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was the quiet one. Mm-hmm. But when we started talking to him, engaged him, he wasn't so quiet. Uh-uh. Well, uh, Irma, the, 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 the wife, mm-hmm. um, she turned her chair around, her back to her husband, <laughs> and was joining in our conversation. <laughs> but, but Michael, that's, that's all we were doing was demonstrating kindness. We were washing feet without physically washing feet. Mm-hmm. And this is something that we can all do. And it is impossible, as Gail said in the message last night, it is impossible to be bummed out when you're blessing somebody else. The best thing you can do when you feel like the whole world's against you, when you get all the bad breaks, or when when God's not answering your prayers, is to find someone that you can bless by being kind to them in some tangible way. Mm-hmm. And instantly you're full of the Spirit, instantly you're with Jesus, and instantly your countenance is going to change because that's what we were born to do. Yeah, I love that too, Michael. I, I too um, really appreciated him describing uh, washing feet as well because I, I hadn't. I don't think I thought of it in that perspective either. Um, somebody who may uh, maybe even gets on your last nerve to wash their feet because remember Gail said, Lord, why don't you ever give me somebody, you know, easy to love, you know? Uh, Maybe that person who gets on your last nerve or seems like they're just trying to push buttons all the time to wash their feet is to pray for them, uh, for God's best. God, you know, your will be done in their life. And because Jesus died for that person, praying for them with God's heart and for his will in their life is really actually washing their feet, whether they are aware of it or not. So even... That can be tangible in a untouchy feely way, um, but yeah, a compliment or a hug. You know, there are some people that you can just see they're hurting, and they need someone to say, "Wow, you have beautiful eyes," or "I love your smile. You should use it more often." Because there are some people that are hurting so bad, and you know they might eke out a smile, and you can easily say, "You should use that smile more often," and they're like, "What?" Yeah, you have a beautiful smile. Um, That's washing feet. Um, Just a a simple hug. I can't tell you how many people I've hugged and they melt in my arms and say, I really needed that. Michael and everybody else, I want you to understand, she's not talking about at church. That happens at church. But we're talking total strangers. And we always ask permission. I'm a hugger. Is that okay? Yeah, and yeah. and they, they'll look at me and they'll say yes, or they'll look at Paul and say, oh, please. And and they literally melt. Yeah. We just really never know what someone's going through. Um, and that Ron and I are called um, Grandma, Grandpa, Mom, and Dad. And there's other people in the body who are Grandma, Grandpa, Mom, and Dad who really aren't their biological ones. But we just consider it such a privilege and an honor to be considered that. But, you know, um, not that we... I don't even know how that came about. But we just desire to love people with the Romans 5, 5, love of God, should have brought in our hearts. And in doing so, we get great benefits. I have my favorite, one of my favorite persons, and you're not really supposed to say this, you know, talk about your favorite kids, but one of my favorite people, he don't call me grandma or mom or anything. I'm his younger sister. And so you can understand why he (laughs) might be my favorite. So, um, but in his way, he's washing my feet because there's some days when I feel like like I'm 300 years old and everything's hurting. And when he says, hi, younger sister, um, then it kind of perks me up. So he's washing my feet in that way. But yeah, just serving others for their benefit. Been in a grocery store sometimes and you see the single mom who's really struggling. Their kids, her kids are, you know, maybe not as well kept and their clothes aren't fitting as well. And you can easily know that Maybe you should pay for her groceries, you know, today or when she's out in the parking lot. And and, and not doing it to get attention, no. not, but, but just doing it because that's what the Holy Spirit is leading you to do. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're on the lookout to minister to others, I promise you he's going to provide those opportunities and the Holy Spirit is going to give you the direction that you need. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about giving away all your money yeah, or no, anything no, no. like that. Mm-hmm. Paula, one of the things that you do to people all the time. 
is you will go to family sitting at a table at a restaurant um, and you, you'll just look and, and say to the husband, wow, you have great taste. Your wife is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And um, me, usually I focus in on the kids and, and talk with them. But I learned that from you, Pastor Ron. Well, Because you look for hats or, you know, something. You can talk to anybody about everything with great intelligence. I just look at them and say, whoo, she's pretty. <laughs> Boy, so, to the man, you know you married up, right? Yeah. <laughs> but the whole point is that it is impossible, and this is what Gail was trying to communicate. I thought he did so effectively last mm-hmm. night. You, you can't be consumed by self when you're looking for opportunities for yeah. others, yeah. and you can't be down. You can be going through some really tough times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been so busy the last two weeks, I feel like I'm, I'm in a coma. Yeah, I know. Um, and yet, I, I don't think about that when I'm washing somebody else's feet, figuratively yeah, speaking. Yeah. yeah, like in the car yesterday, you were really engaging uh, the kids. And you know what? I am so proud of you for this. You know these kids here. They come and talk to you because they're comfortable to talk to you. And they can tell you stuff that they won't tell anybody else. And because you're at the school, because your office is right here in this little teeny corner of the whole building, you really engage with these kids. You know them better than I do, and that's how it should be. And they really do consider you as a special grandpa. So to be in the car yesterday with them wasn't any real awkwardness. It was just, they just get in the car, just, you know, like their regular family, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. And so, yeah, good job, Vic. <laughs> you know, that's why tonight is going to be bittersweet because those kids are going away to college or going away to the military or going to get jobs or something mm-hmm. and uh, you know you get used to seeing them 13 years every 15 day. years some of them here and then they go away and then all of a sudden where's so-and-so you know where's where why are they not here I, I didn't say this uh, yesterday uh, on the program <laughs> because um, I didn't want to embarrass her but one of those young ladies that was on the show yesterday, um, I held in my hand. She was a, a severely premature baby. I held her in one hand. She was a two-pound baby. Yeah. Um, I held her in one hand through the incubator, um, you know, just a couple of hours after she was born. Yeah. And, and in holding her in my hand, the, 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 the doctors weren't giving us much hope. Uh, that she was going to survive, mm-hmm. and she's the most beautiful 18-year-old girl now. Uh, I mean, and that, brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. Very uh, focused. She it, is determined yeah. to do. And, and she best. loves Jesus oh, with yeah. all of her heart. Oh yeah. And and see, those are the kind of relationships that you don't really find anywhere else but mm-hmm. in church. Mm-hmm. So this isn't a preaching message about <laughs> getting involved in your church, but church isn't where you go. Church is who you are. Mm-hmm. And there's other people at your church, and um, when you go on Sunday, there are other people there who are hurting. Uh, wash their feet yeah. and see what effect that has on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was so funny. There's one girl, uh, she was kind of afraid to give her life to the Lord, you know, because she said, you know, I don't do drugs or anything, but, you know, I, I, I drink some, and my language, it's not all that great. And I was like, Oh, yeah, I remember exactly how that is. I was just like that. And she was just like, really? You know? And like Cat in in uh, New York, covered with tattoos. And we were talking with her, and she said, you mean somebody like me could come to your church? And I was like, somebody like you? You would fit in here really well. No, you are the perfect person. Jesus came to save the lost, the hurting, the hungry, the broken, the needy, and the confused. And you are prime candidate. So, yeah, Jesus is reaching out to us all that he might cleanse us from our sins and make us more like Christ, which is exactly what Gail was talking about. And then we too can turn around and tell others he accepts us the way we are, then he makes us brand new. Don't you want to be made brand new? And begins the process of making us more like him every day. 
340-9585. If you have any calls or questions for Paula or for me, 340-9585. Paula, what's what you know else what else? I want to invite um, because not everybody can come to the graduation. That's I think by invitation. But um, tomorrow night, Friday night, the seniors will be sharing with the body at large, telling them thank you, because we don't pass a plate. We don't make our needs be known here, and yet. Um, Calvary Chapel of San Antonio has really become a very generous body of believers. They've taken on the vision of a free school, um, multi-medical, manor house, joy of Jesus, uh, all of these things, and the seniors get to turn around and say, thank you. And, and you know who else probably get to see um, with their own eyes what God has done? Mm-hmm. It, it's not... Uh, faith is some figment of an imagination. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've lived faith. They've benefited from from our steps of faith. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a very expensive ministry that we run here. Mm-hmm. And without ever asking for money or letting our needs be known, even the radio ministries mm-hmm. uh, that, that literally are all over the world now, yeah. um, it's really, really expensive, and mm-hmm. it keeps us on our knees. Yeah, we're knobby need now. Yeah. <laughs> But, James the Just. <laughs> but uh, as, as Alejandro, who is our student body president this year, uh, as he said on the program yesterday, he said, you know, this school survived because it's God. Every one of those kids is without excuse as they go out because they know, mm-hmm. even in, in the face of severe opposition, they know that God's going to come through. They know they, they can know. trust him. Yeah. And as they grow up, they're going to make their own choices. Mm-hmm. And speaking of radio listening audience, I want to thank any and all of you who have participated in this ministry as well, because every once in a while, um, somebody comes by or and or especially you're praying for this ministry, this school, these kids. And um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's just wonderful. So I'm inviting any and all who want to come to the senior night so that you can kind of vicariously uh, see what maybe your prayers being answered mm-hmm. have have benefited. So thank you, thank you. Paula, real quickly, um, um, a week from Monday, mm-hmm. we start our Sweet Summer Sweet Devotions. Sweet Summer Devotions, yes. Mm-hmm. And the theme this year is going to be Second Corinthians 5, 17, all things become new, like we were just talking a few minutes ago. And Sweet Summer Devotions is, um, well, this year we're going to have nine weeks. So June 4th and June 11th. Um, I'll start June 4th, and then another one of the ladies will be June 11th, and we'll take a couple of weeks off. But every Monday night it will be um, a different lady, and she'll share, I would say, mostly her testimony. Um, but Bible study devotion kind of thrown in there and um, I can't say it's the biggest and the best ministry but it's right up there (laughs) in the top ten and all ladies are so welcome to join us and at the same time um, Pastor Ken will be teaching the men so we'll we'll all sing worship together and the men will go to another uh, room and then the ladies will stay in the sanctuary and will worship in the word at that time. But yeah. Yeah, and, and the ladies who'll be sharing will be testifying to the goodness of God and the faithfulness of God. Um, uh, we get a lot of people here on those Monday nights. Oh, yes. So it's a week from Monday. Uh, by the way, for you in the audience, this Monday, I'll mention it again tomorrow if I remember. Uh, this Monday, we will be uh, on a rebroadcast because of the national holiday, Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great day to give thanks for all the men and women who sacrificed their lives uh, in the service of our country from the very beginning, um, but also to pray for their families, those who have uh, the survivors of those who've mm-hmm. given their lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on Monday, we will not be live here on the program, uh, but the the following week is when the Sweet Summer Devotion starts, and they can be seen uh, on live stream as well the, yes. at calvarysa.com. Mm-hmm. Paula, we've probably got about five or six minutes left, so what's okay. on your heart? My next thing I want to talk about is, we're, I was thinking about this, um, where we live now, you know, is the the place we've lived the longest in our married life. We moved into the house, or we purchased the house we live in right now, July 27th. Um, 
Is that ninety-seven? Is that the Dominion House? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm very content where yeah. where we live. I'm just thrilled that it's not too far from the church, which is perfect. I, I walk. Yes, it's perfect <laughs> for us. Um, and Jesus. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking of the words consistency and commitment, as I'm even thinking of being in this one place for all of this time and consistency and commitment is what has led us to be able to participate in such a great um, great work and to see you know I mean in some uh, denominations that the pastor or preacher whatever you want to call him is moved around like every two years I could not handle that at all because we we get involved in people's lives and then move on that would cause me to have probably a hard heart like I wouldn't open my heart to people I probably would because God would tell me to but it would be very much more difficult to just to get to know people let them in and then move on after two years that's like TDY you know (laughs) Uh, no 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 but consistency um, and commitment and and again consistency and commitment to God's word when people who, for instance, are TDY and then they come back here, because a lot of people, they come back here to retire, and they'll say stuff like this, Pastor Ron, your message hasn't changed. And they're so thankful about that, they can just settle down and settle in. And they're not ashamed to invite their friends and family to this church. Um, and so consistency and commitment Thank you, thank you, thank you. We, um, yeah, I, I, I'm very content. That, that's something that we all ought to, to strive for in the power of the Spirit uh, in our walks with the Lord, not to be too high one day and too low the next day, uh, but just to, to stand that even keel with Jesus regardless of the circumstances. And, you know, if, if I viewed God's Word and God's people as an opportunity for me to advance my agenda mm-hmm. or to to become a celebrity. We would have a much bigger office right here yeah. with a nice bathroom, a changing area, and a shower and stuff. But, 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 yeah, but the, 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 the point is <laughs> but none of that's it's happened. his word. It's yes. his church. We're his servants. Yes. And our job is, we piggybacked on the first half, is to wash the feet of the people that he brings through this door. And what we've done over these... 23 years is 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 raise up a whole bunch of feet washers and um, you know that's a really good thing that's to a be great for. Legacy. Jesus said if you yes. find your life you'll lose mm-hmm. it if you lose it for me you'll find it mm-hmm. and um, what we ought to be doing uh, in in our walk with the Lord is is losing our life every day for his sake yeah. you know one of the things you just said about pastors who get transferred around a lot you know, I might have been here to hold that girl I talked about in one hand. Yes. But I wouldn't be handing her her high school diploma tonight. And yes. tonight I get to hand that girl yeah. her high school diploma. Yeah. And when she extends her hand to take it from me, I'm going to look at that hand in a way that nobody but me in this world could look at. Mm-hmm. Because that's the goodness of God to me. Yeah. Neat thing. Yeah, it is. Oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah, we have several of those kids that um, just miracles, the consistency. As some of them said, I didn't even want to come over here to this school, you know, kind of a thing, because it it's just so small. It's not, it doesn't offer all the things that the world schools offer, those bigger schools, and yet they wouldn't trade this for anything. The, the compassion they get from the teachers, the the actual caring about um, who they are. Not, and it's not about you have to get the best grades if you don't get all A's. No, you do your best and we're okay with that. As, as unto the Lord. Yes, and so I love this. You know, Paula, we've only got three minutes, but let me, let me share this with you. I um, Think about these kids being able to experience the hand of God moving in their lives. Um, you know, relatively speaking, we're a poor church. Mm-hmm. Uh, rich in the things of God, but mm-hmm. but really poor in the things of this world. Uh, and we watched a lot of these kids um, with no possible means of going to college and paying for it, 
and, and we are very um, vociferous in in advising kids not to go into debt. Yeah, don't borrow. Don't borrow. Yeah. You know, you, you, you'll never be able to retire that debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we've seen God's hand move over and over and over. And so many of these kids have gotten full rides yes. to expensive schools, yes. and they continue to thrive in that environment. Um, um, again, I know their parents, they can't afford to go fill up their car now, but <laughs> at the same time, some of them because they work for me. Yeah. But um, um, God's got these kids in his hand, and he's the one taking care of them. The scholarship money just keeps flowing in for these kids, and it's an amazing yeah. thing. One young woman was saying yesterday, she said that the counselor at her school because her financial stuff wasn't coming in on time so they extended it for her and that counselor said this just doesn't happen God is really on your side in this and she's like yes sir he is and that's happened like you're saying time and time again it just for the world it makes no sense but in God's economy he says he he will not be mocked he knows those who are his and he your labor is not in vain. And make no mistake, though we sometimes complain about the state of the the, the younger generation, um, God has these kids in his hand, and the future is going to be as bright as it can be in a world that's falling apart, rebelling against Jesus. Yeah. Paula, we're yeah. inside of about 40 seconds. What mm-hmm. do you want to say? I want to say I'm proud of the parents of these godly kids as well. Um, because they have to set the example at home, and they're at home a lot more than they're here at school. And so uh, congratulations to all of you as well. God bless you. Graduation tonight and senior night tomorrow. But all are welcome. (laughs) You've been listening to The Word to Stand Up for Life. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas. Lord willing, I'll be back tomorrow at 4 o'clock on AM 630 Word. It's been a slow week on the phones. I know everybody's busy. We'd love to have your calls tomorrow. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great, great day. Bye. Thanks for spending this time with Calvary Chapels, the word to stand on for life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The word to stand on for life is on every weekday afternoon at 4, and Pastor Ron invites you to find out more about Calvary Chapel at calvarysa.com. The word to stand on for life was sponsored by Calvary Chapel of San Antonio. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.